It's all quiet in the underground bunker. Doors closed, locks bolted. But the Great One isn't just resting on his laurels. He's making sure your weekend is even better by giving you his best. This is the best of Mark Levin. So this uh, would be murder. He's an illegal alien who overstayed his visa and was not deported. I suspect we're going to find that he's had run-ins with the cops on more than a few occasions. Very few in the media are talking to the neighbors. He's known to the neighbors. He's known as a nut. He's known to have embraced all kinds of political theories. And as you heard the DA say, she feels that this is political, what took place. Now clearly it's political in the sense that he wanted to harm the Pelosi's. But the media goes well beyond that. The Washington Post attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband follows years of GOP demonizing her. Vox. The attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband is the culmination of long-time GOP hate-mongering. Hate-mongering. Nancy Pelosi has been a vicious partisan for decades. People have written about it extensively. She's a hero of the left. She's a hero of the media. And nobody's been demonized more, Washington Post and Vox and all the rest, than Donald Trump. And I doubt you'd be writing pieces about attack on fill-in-the-blank, follows years of Democrat demonizing him, or the attack on Donald Trump's fill-in-the-blank is the culmination of long-time Democrat hate-mongering. When you and the media exploit situations like this, your hypocrisy knows no bounds. Knows no bounds. You said nothing when Nancy Pelosi's daughter slammed Rand Paul after he was violently attacked by a neighbor. So Rand Paul's under attack for reminding people, and he wished Paul Pelosi and the speaker speedy recovery and all the best, but he did remind people the tweet that Twitter has since taken down. This is the politics they play. When there's a shooting, they have their agenda. They all say the same thing. They have their agenda. Nobody asked the DA today, well, if this guy's an illegal alien, why wasn't he deported? No question. Nothing like that. Or does the... Or is the alleged would-be killer, does he have uh, mental health issues? No question. Have you spoken to the neighbors? The neighbors have spoken to some independent journalists out there who, who put out quite a significant story about how this guy's politics has been all over the field and he's, he's kind of a nut and all that. No question. They're still going to play politics with this in the media. But the truth shall set us free. This guy should be prosecuted. The book should be thrown at him. He should do a hard time. He almost killed somebody. I feel that way when anybody is attacked. Whether they're the husband or wife of a powerful person or a powerful person. 
How many people were murdered in Chicago this weekend? How many people were murdered in Philadelphia? How many people were assaulted in New York City? How many people were assaulted in San Francisco? Nobody seems to care. Nobody seems to care. The day after Steve Scalise was almost murdered, I mean, almost murdered, had life-saving surgery, the Speaker of the House had a press conference. Cut 26, go. It didn't used to be this way. Somewhere in the 90s, Republicans decided on a, a politics of personal destruction as they went after the Clintons, and that is the provenance of it. And that's what has continued. But again, I, I, I feel as, uh, you know, having a family moment that is d- very, very serious. And, and we're talking about things that we can save uh, the discussion for another day. But um, you have a president who says, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and nobody would care. When you have people saying, beat them up and I'll pay your uh, legal fees. When you have all the assaults that are made on Hillary Clinton, uh, for them to be so sanctimonious is something that I really am almost um, sad for myself that I have gone down this path with you because I don't think it's appropriate for us to have the fullest discussion of it. And it'll be for another day. I feel exactly like she did then about now. Then about now. Now, we had this death threat against Kavanaugh. Would-be assassination. Guy comes from California to Washington. These justices are still being threatened. They're still having their homes. You know, the subject of campaigns, loud protests and so forth. And the House, under Nancy Pelosi couldn't pass a bill couldn't pass a bill out of the gate to provide additional protection for the justices it became a political issue not in the senate side where there was bipartisan support but on the house side because the Dobbs decision had effectively been leaked and Nancy Pelosi was angry with the Supreme Court so they couldn't get it passed I'll bet you haven't heard that at Mediaite or the Huffington Compost or any of these other outlets. Cut one, go. Thank you. You protected when there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. You said the justices are protected, but there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. It's protected. The justices are protected. This issue is not about the justice. About, it's about a staff and, and the rest. The justices are protected. You saw the attorney general even double down on that. But this double is about security for the justices. An armed man showed up near Justice Kavanaugh's house to try to... We're working together on the bill that the Senate will be able to approve of. Because that's what... We can pass whatever we want here. We want it to be able to pass the Senate. 
So I don't know what you're talking about because evidently you haven't seen what the debate is. And not debate, but what the language is. There, there will be a bill, but nobody is in danger over the weekend because uh, of our not having a bill. That is amazing. If this guy hadn't called himself into the local cops, Kavanaugh could have been killed. The justices hadn't have bodyguards. One does, the chief justice. It's, it's amazing to me how this is all ignored. The public officials need to be protected. This is no joke. It's the effort to politicize this. That's the sickening part. And then the people in the media and the Democrats who say, we got to lower the tone. Out of the other side of their mouth, within minutes, within minutes, they're on the attack. They're on the attack. You can go anywhere. It's not just on the internet. Listen to what they say all the time. This election is about democracy. Meaning if you vote for a Republican, they're going to destroy our governing system. When in fact, Republicans defend the Constitution. But it doesn't matter. You tell people, Republicans are going to destroy your Social Security and your Medicare. You demonize somebody like Donald Trump to the extent that they've demonized that man. You're going to spread violence. I'll give you even a a better example. You demonize police the way the media and the Democrats did throughout 2020. Now we have crime through the roof. And the people who have demonized the cops take no responsibility for it. The people who said defund the cops or slash their budgets or otherwise tie their hands on immunity issues and so forth, we now have crime through the roof, people being slaughtered in our cities. It's almost like Iraq over here in the worst days, the number of people who get shot and killed in the course of a year. And that doesn't move Mediaite, and that doesn't move Vox, and that doesn't move the Washington Post, and that doesn't move the Democrat Party, including the leaders of the Democrat Party, including the candidates running. And then, of course, you look at the show The View, you have Lee Zeldin, a sitting member of the House of Representatives, running for governor. A guy approaches him with, well, with an object that could cut his throat. And he's stopped, and Zeldin grabs his arm, and they laugh about it. They downplay it. I can only speak for myself. You haven't heard me laughing about any of this, or downplaying any of this. What you've heard me do, or what you've read on my, my social media, is to push back against the political whores in this country, the media whores in this country, who take these tragedies and exploit them for political purposes. I was subjected to that myself once. When Congresswoman Giffords was shot and a federal judge was murdered by that nut job in Arizona. Sarah Palin was targeted. 
But I was targeted too. That somehow something I said, which had absolutely nothing to do with anything, is creating the, the environment in this country. This nut didn't know who I was and so forth. Every time something like this happens, it's horrific. And every time something like this happens, the media pounce on Republicans, on Trump supporters, people that support the Second Amendment. It's the same media, the same Democrats, they do the same thing over and over again. You don't even have time to give thought to what's taking place, to gather the facts. You haven't heard me get involved in any of these conspiracy theories. Not one. But then again, I'm not getting involved in the media conspiracy theories either. Which is, it's the fault of the Republicans. It's the fault of MAGA. It's the fault of this and that. Which brings me up to my point, America. We have an election in eight days. An election. Don't let anything distract you from the need to win that election. Anything. Anything. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. We are waiting for all the facts to come out with the Paul Pelosi matter. But we must win this election. We cannot surrender. We cannot surrender this country to the people who've destroyed the economy, have destroyed the border, have destroyed our police forces and law and order. We cannot surrender the country to this. And by the time we vote, more people are going to be murdered and maimed and raped. Citizens whose names we'll never know. Whose death you'll never hear about. Who simply won't receive this kind of attention. And there'll be many of them. From my perspective... If you want to bring civility and sanity back to the public square, you want to bring civility and sanity back to politics, then you need to elect conservatives. So make sure you get out and vote, and you vote early. There's many, many very close elections. Many. Republicans had nothing to do with what took place in San Francisco, period. The candidates running all across the country had nothing to do with what took place in San Francisco, period. No talk show host that I'm aware of, and I'm not aware of all of them, but the ones I'm aware of had anything to do with what took place in San Francisco, period. No host on Fox had anything to do with what took place in San Francisco, period. Despite the best efforts of the Pravda corrupt media to create its narrative, its scenario, and to push it like the big lie on the body politic. Stay focused. I'll be right back. This conspiracy in modern times was the Russia collusion conspiracy. Folks, we have added 
in the last five or six days 100,000 followers on my Twitter site. Since Elon Musk fired the management over their Twitter. Which means we've been shadow banned and other things have been done to us that we weren't even aware of. Over 100,000 followers have been, have been added. We're well over 3 million now, and we're heading towards 4 million. Remember I said on the air, Mr. Producer, we said, why am I stuck at 2.9 million? That's not possible. That's why we know. Now, remember, I had resigned from Twitter, so we kind of had to start over again. But here we are, building quickly. All right. Um, Here's a quote from a convicted home title thief bragging about how naive homeowners are and why this crime is growing two and two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. Nobody thinks I can take your house and borrow against it. You think I have title insurance or it's in my name? Or you'd have to get some special documents. Someone would call me. Nobody's going to call you. You're under a delusion, he says. This is why you need home title lock. Listen to what else he said. Then I borrow against your home or sell your property at 60 days till you figure out you're the victim. You get foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Now look, folks, you could be a victim and not even know it. Protect yourself and verify your home's title that it's still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com, promo code MARK. Then register your address for your no-obligation home title report. That's a $100 value for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code MARK. So we need to strengthen law and order. We need to get behind the cops. We need to deport illegal aliens so such horrendous things don't happen. As much as they do. The chief of police did say our police respond to this sort of thing or something to that effect all the time in San Francisco. Unfortunately, it happens all the time in cities across America. It's horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous. I mean, other than a detail here and there about the elevator and we still don't know who opened the front door and so forth, that'll all come out. But in terms of this would-be killer. I mean, you would think if this would-be killer had a direct line to the Republican Party that we'd know about it. Because for all intents and purposes, Mediaite, Vox, The Washington Post, Politico, and the rest of the gaggle are essentially saying that. Just ignore them. Plow ahead. Mark Levin. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? 
Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Making your weekend even better. This is the best of Mark Levin. I have finally figured out Liz Cheney, America. And I want to thank her. I believe the last two years she's gone undercover Democrat. This explains her apparent senility. I believe she's been on this January 6th committee doing an acting job, like a lunatic. Trashing her own party. Trashing conservatives. Embracing radicals like Nancy Pelosi, like Benny Hill Thompson. Reds, commies like Jamie Raskin. She's been like an undercover agent. An undercover agent for the Republicans. To make everybody think that she is a a crackpot Democrat. All for this election. And now I think they've sent her out to endorse certain Democrats in certain races. To ensure that they'll lose. Because she's held in such deep and broad contempt. She's despised by the Democrat Party, in truth, where she has no base, but they think that she's a good fool. And of course, she has no base in the Republican Party beyond about 12 reprobates. And so she goes out there now, and she endorses the Democrat against Republicans. She did it in that congressional race, in Michigan, she did it in the governor's race in Arizona. Now she did it in Ohio, where she said she would vote for the so-called moderate Tim Ryan against J.D. Vance. Because if anything, that could ensure that J.D. Vance wins. Don't get me wrong. Fight like you're behind. I always say this. But I have now finally figured out that Liz Cheney is pretending to be a fraud and a fake, Mr. Producer. Does this make sense to you? Doesn't it? Yes. I think she... She's done all this for two years. She even is so courageous, so magnanimous, she gave up her house seat, going through the motions of running in the Republican primary, She knew she would lose. She did it anyway. Just to persuade the Democrats that she's one of them. And I think before Election Day Tuesday, she'll be traveling to other locations, endorsing more Democrats. I wish I had thought. I wish I had thought of this earlier. I would not have been so tough on her. She even got her father involved. Remember that? 
sort of crazy video he did for Wyoming. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yes, I really believe it. Now I have a question for you, America. There's Barack Milhouse Benito Obama campaigning. Sound like an absolute nut on the campaign trail for Democrats. Where's George W. Bush? Why isn't he campaigning for Republicans? Has that crossed anybody's mind? Whether you support him or not is beside the point. Where is he? Why isn't he speaking out for Republicans? Some of his former staffers are on TV, on Fox. Some are even friends of mine. And they're elsewhere. Some of them have become Democrats. Like the anti-Semite Steve Schmidt. Who's campaigning alongside... Oh, Tim Ryan again. And others. Nicole Wallace. Ooh. So my question is, where is George W. Bush? Why isn't he helping Republicans? He's not campaigning. Hey, where's Paul Ryan out there campaigning for Republicans? I haven't seen him, have you? No, I haven't seen Paul. Where is Paulie? Not that Paulie, the other Paulie. Paul Ryan, where is he? How about Johnny Boehner? Johnny Boehner's probably out there you know, smoking a little this and that, if you get my drift. But where is Johnny Boehner? He's not helping his party either. Are they persona non grata? I suspect we're persona non grata to these former Republican speakers and Republican president. Is it amazing? Where is Krispy Kreme Christie? Has he been out there campaigning, Mr. Producer? I haven't seen him. Have you? Maybe I'm mistaken. Where is Krispy Kreme? He wants to be president again. President of the Donuts Association of America, I think. But honestly, other than him appearing on ABC, whatever their Sunday show's called from time to time, and making a rather humongous ass out of himself, I don't, I don't see Krispy Kreme out there. Maybe he's persona non grata. I don't know. John Kasich, where's he? Where are these... These great Larry Hogan. Ooh. Lawrence. Where's Lawrence? He claims to speak for the Republicans. But I don't hear him speaking now. Is he campaigning for anybody? They're as they're as unwanted on the campaign trail as Joe Biden. Come to think of it. But they'll all be lining up in the Republican primary, grifting away, trying to draw attention to themselves. To save the country, of course. Save the country. So I'm hoping uh, Dizzy, uh, Dizzy Lizzie will continue to endorse these Democrat candidates. I think the plan is working. I really do. Who else would she endorse? You know, if I were running as a Republican in a close race, I would ask Liz Cheney, please, please endorse my opponent. That's why this has to be part of a strategy, America. has to be part of a strategy. Now, of course, this is tongue-in-cheek, but all the enemies out there, the media frauds and phonies and buffoons, they're scribbling really fast. Did you hear what Levin said? 
But I really do encourage Dizzy Lizzie, please continue to endorse. And in this vein, ladies and gentlemen, Blaze Media has a great article by Alex Nitzberg about what this wonderful group is doing, Citizens for Sanity. And they have these billboard ads all over the country. A conservative organization called Citizens for Sanity is running ads that highlight the absurdity of woke left ideology. The group's posts on Twitter indicate that its billboard ads include statements such as, and you can see the billboards, it's hilarious. Protect pregnant men from climate discrimination. Vote progressive. Open the jails, open the borders, close the schools, vote progressive this November. Violent criminals deserve our compassion and respect this fall. Stand strong for progressive values. Vote to keep our borders, jails, and bathrooms open. Vote progressive. Too much freedom is a bad thing. Get your IRS audit today. Vote progressive. If you don't like being audited, then you're the problem. Vote progressive. Don't let the radical right put our neighborhood street gangs behind bars. Support Joe Biden and progressive candidates. The group, which is a tax-exempt nonprofit, according to Politico, is also running ads in other forms of media. According to Politico, the group said it would push a television ad that focuses on the topic of transgender individuals competing in girls' sports. The ad shows a biological boy defeating a girl in a race. Woke left-wing politicians are destroying girls' sports, the ad declares. The group has also run an advertisement at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that reads, With great age comes great wisdom, and Joe Biden is old enough to know that men get pregnant too. Stand tall for progressive values this fall. The woke ideology of sheltered white liberals is a mortal threat to American liberty, security, and prosperity, says Ian Pryor, who is a strategic consultant of the organization. Citizens for Sanity is not an ideological organization. We stand for reason, common sense, objectivity, equality, the neutral of the law, and open scientific inquiry. Everything the radical left now stands implacably against. And we are using these messaging campaigns to alert Americans to the urgent need to defeat and repudiate woke insanity before it destroys America. Hear, hear. Now, I want to say this. Yes, this election is about table, tabletop issues, as they say. Food, gasoline, paychecks, inflation. It's also about your children in America's classrooms who are being abused by the education establishment, by adults who are teaching them wicked, evil, vicious, horrifying things where pornography is being promoted, where the anti-family values of a handful of radicals is being promoted, where Americanism is being attacked, where your children are being taught to be racists, either oppressors or oppressed, and the test scores are dropping like a lead balloon. This election is about law and order, about supporting the police and imprisoning criminals and keeping their asses behind bars. 
This is a lecture about a woman's body. When a woman is raped, it's the most violent thing that can happen to her. The Democrats don't support the police. We do. And we support everybody's body, including a woman's body. Because a woman's body needs protection beyond the obsessed radicalism of abortion, the final stage of pregnancy. This election is about whether we're going to have a border or not. Name one country that has survived without a border. By its very definition, it ceases to be sovereign. Name one country that can survive with foreigners deciding if they're going to become Americans rather than Americans deciding if foreigners are going to become Americans. None. In fact, it was one of the reasons for the downfall of Rome, and Rome landed a th- lasted a thousand years. We're not even close to 500 yet. This election is about whether or not you want to live in a society that is prosperous, where you can go into a food store and get what you wish, pay affordable prices, whether you go to a gas station where gas is available, pay affordable prices. Let me tell you what's coming if we don't crush the Democrats. Brownouts and blackouts. Major shortages of heating oil. Diesel fuel that has to be rationed throughout the country, which will destroy the supply chain, destroy assembly lines. All of you folks who are Democrats, union Democrats, who actually work for a living, you're going to be paying a, a severe price. A severe price. Because the Democrat Party doesn't stand with you. They stand with the people who are destroying you. The phony environmentalists who are truly Marxists. They've got control of the country right now. And they're desperate to hang on. They can't run on their record. So they're running on records that don't even exist. That the Republicans want to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. There's not a single one who does, including Rick Scott. It's BS. It's stupid. That big oil is stealing all your money. Stupid. Big oil existed two years ago. They weren't stealing anything. What happened all of a sudden? Biden. We love this country. We love private property rights. We love individual freedom and unalienable rights. We don't like people telling us what we have to buy or what we can't buy. We love our cars. There's nothing wrong with our cars. We have these ideologues, these morons, trying to tell us how to live. And this election is about the FBI and the Department of Justice and how they are abusing conservatives and Republicans almost exclusively. And this election is about a corrupt president who is bought and paid for by the communist Chinese. It's a very, very critical election. Mark Levin. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. You're listening to the best of Mark Levin. All right, here's Joe Biden. Good evening, everyone. Just a few days ago, a little before 2.30 a.m. in the morning, a man smashed the back windows and broke into the home of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third highest-ranking official in America. He carried in his backpack zip ties, duct tape, rope, and a hammer. As he told the police, he had come looking for Nancy Pelosi to take her hostage, to interrogate her, to threaten to break her kneecaps. But she wasn't there. Her husband, my friend Paul Pelosi, was home alone. The assailant tried to take Paul hostage. He woke him up. He wanted to tie him up. The assailant ended up using a hammer to smash Paul's skull. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Paul survived. All this happened after the assault. And it just, I, it's hard to even say. And the police. It's hard to even say. After the assailant say entered the Paul. home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January oh, the 6th. I see. When they broke windows, kicked in the doors. So that ties them to an unhinged, mentally ill, drug-addicted, homeless, illegal alien. And erected gallows to hang the former vice president. That illegal alien who should have been deported. It was an enraged mob that had been whipped up into a frenzy by a president repeating over and over again the big lie that the election of 2020... Oh, election deniers. Well, folks, that's why I played that for you in the first hour dangerous rise in political violence and voter intimidation over the past two years. Even before January the 6th, we saw election officials and election workers... All right, let's, let's turn this down. This is uh, not on the White House uh, website because this is a political speech. It's being uh, promoted by the Democrat National Committee at Union Station. It's not an official political uh, presidential speech, even though he has the flags behind him. We're going to listen a little bit longer, but I'm going to tell you this. I am not comfortable using these airwaves for this kind of demagoguery and propaganda before an election. When the country is teetering, when we have massive violence in our streets as a result of his party, people being maimed and killed and raped, when we have an economy that's fallen off the edge of the cliff heading toward a depression, Borders wide open? No. The American people deserve better than this from a desperate last-minute effort by Biden. Go. This violence against Democrats, Republicans, and nonpartisan officials just doing their jobs are the consequence of lies told for power and profit, lies of conspiracy and malice, lies repeated over and over to generate a cycle of anger Hate, vitriol. Now that's enough. That's enough. Folks, you can't watch MSNBC and CNN 
You can't read the Washington Post and the New York Times. You can't watch NBC, ABC, and CBS without the constant lies, racism, violent and vile language. The media have a huge role in this. And, of course, the Democrat Party always, always is a party that was built on violence, that persisted on violence, and still embraces violence. Not a word about the riots of 2020, which destroyed cities, which literally left people dead, which harmed police officers, changed the way we police in this country. The consequences are felt every single minute of every day, particularly in our metropolitan areas. And we have to listen to a man who heads that party, who doesn't say a syllable about it and won't. Not a word. Not a word. Obviously, what happened to Nancy Pelosi's husband is horrific. It is horrific. So why wasn't this illegal alien deported? Why wasn't this guy with a long criminal record kept in prison? It's California, after all. It's San San Francisco, after all. And now we find out that the Capitol Police have video monitors in that house in yet another unbelievable failure. They apparently weren't looking at them. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has nothing to do with any Republican running for office. It has nothing to do with any voters who are going to vote for Republicans. This is the big lie. And Joe Biden is a street politician. That's all he is. He doesn't have a a sensible bone in his body. And I'm not going to play any more of this. If you want to hear more of it, go somewhere else or whatever. This is a free political ad on all national media platforms. We've got a close governor's race in New York. Where the Democrats in New York have destroyed that New York City and have destroyed the state. No matter what Biden says tonight. And Biden is blaming Republicans for election intimidation. That's all this is. This is a stump speech. A shameless stump speech given on TV by a president. It's appalling. And any sensible news organization should shut this down. This kind of propaganda. It's horrendous. Who do you think most of the people who are riding in 2020 vote for? Do they vote for Republicans or Democrats? Who do they vote for? Why is it that the Democrats are so hot to trot in giving felons the right to vote? Bernie Sanders wanted to give murderers the right to vote even while they're in prison. You remember that? What's that all about? Because that's part of their constituency. This president doesn't support law and order. This president has open borders where criminal illegal aliens are not being deported. This president is a failure and a disgrace. This is all he has. 
So he labels Republicans as a threat to democracy. Now, you folks out there, you see what's going on in your classrooms. You see what's going on on the border. Well, if you watch CNN and MSNBC, you don't. But if you watch Fox, you see it. You see what's going on with the economy. Our energy system is under attack. God knows what it's going to be like in five years. God knows what it's going to be like this winter in a third of the country. We're always on the brink of war with this guy. And this is what he does. It's January 6th. Focus on January 6th. Because the Democrats can't run on their record, America. They have impoverished many people in this country. They have lied, pushing their ideology in this country. They have taken affirmative steps to help violent criminals in this country. Affirmative steps. They can't run on law and order. They can't run on anti-crime. They can't run on victims' rights. They can't run on securing the border, having a rational immigration system. They can't run on reducing drugs like fentanyl coming into this country because we have records amount. They can't run on improving the lives of the vast majority of Americans in this country and their families. They can't run on promoting civil rights because they don't. They promote racism. They can't run on better education for your children with their test scores going up because they're plummeting. They can't run on anything. They're not even sure in the final hours of this campaign season what they should be running on. What Joe Biden is doing here is very sleazy. And what the media are doing very sleazy for covering this live. Once you heard enough of it, if you're a real news organization, in my view, you withdraw. Because all it is is a campaign speech without equal time. Without equal time. So basically, Joe Biden is running against Mr. and Mrs. America. He's running against anybody who's a Republican. He's running against anybody who doesn't support his agenda. He's calling you names. He's saying you're a threat. He's saying you're potentially violent. Have you ever seen a president do this before? Ever? You need to send them a message, America, that you're not going to put up with this. You're not going to put out with a man in the Oval Office who's going to degrade you and demean you. And if you weren't motivated to vote, you should be motivated like never before. Like never before. Paul Bedard at the Washington Examiner, citing Media Research Center in their study, their investigation, 87% of Republican coverage by the major media, ABC, NBC, and CBS is negative. 87%. 87%. Treat Republicans negatively, despite the fact that the party that controls the White House and Congress is the Democrat Party. 
87% of the coverage by the big three networks is negative toward Republicans. In the 2018 election, when Donald Trump was president in the midterms back then, 88% was negative toward Republicans. The pattern is obvious. Meanwhile, the Dow end of the day, more than 500 points lost, 1.6%. The S&P 500 sank 2.5%. The Nasdaq composite slid 3.4%. The market has lost almost 70% in value this year. That's your, 50, that's your 401k. That's your IRA. That's your job. What Joe Biden is saying in this speech is pretty much what he said at Independence Hall. And he hasn't said a damn thing about inflation, oil prices, securing the border, and crime in our streets. What he has said in more ways than one. Don't vote for the Republicans. Because they will destroy America. Vote for me and my party because we will save it. Now, I'd love to know who wrote that speech, because if they're on the government payroll, they violated federal law in the Hatch Act. And if he were Donald Trump, they'd want to know that immediately. But I want you to understand how loathsome this man is. And his surrogates in the press. How they concoct this whole narrative about Republicans generally, and MAGA, and conservatives, or... You independents and even some Democrats who are going to vote Republican or have. You're voting against democracy. If you don't leave the Democrats in power, where they can allow the murderers, the rapists, and the marauders roam the streets, if you don't leave the Democrats in power, where they can teach your kids things that are unsayable in public school, if you don't leave the Democrats in power, so they can continue to push racism and critical race theory and lower the, the IQ, the scholarship of your children. If you don't keep the Democrats in power, where they can continue to politicize federal law enforcement and use it against pro-lifers and parents and Republicans. If you don't keep the Democrats in power, where they can continue to destroy one industry after another, including our energy industry. If you are not willing to be impoverished, to suffer, to make choices about heating and eating, then you're un-American. You're a threat to democracy. Is that what democracy means to you? Now, by democracy, I'm talking about constitutional republicanism because I can't keep correcting it. But you understand what I mean. Is that democracy to you? You have to vote Democrat? You have to salute? You have to bow down? Is that what democracy means to you? And if you don't, you're part of a violent mob? January 6th, he keeps talking about. What he will not talk about is all the days since then where the Democrats have been in control, where murders are up, where rapes are up, where assaults are up, where businesses are being destroyed. That he won't talk about. The war on the Constitution, the war on free speech, the war on the courts. Joe Biden sat there silently 
silently, as did Nancy Pelosi. Days and days after the assassination threat against Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. I was on this program days later saying, where are the Democrats? Where's Biden? Where's Pelosi? Where are they? And you know what's fascinating about this in a sickening way? The Democrats are the ones who are prepared to say the midterm elections are illegitimate. Hillary Clinton already said the 2024 election is illegitimate. They've said the 20 election is illegitimate. The 2004 election is illegitimate. The 2016 election is illegitimate. We have the audio. We have the video. And now, of course, the 2024 election is illegitimate, as is this one with all the deniers on the Republican side running for office. And yet, what of all the deniers on the Democrat side? One week before the midterm elections, this is what we get. A hyper-political, demagogic piece of propaganda carried by every network in the country. That's what we get. Because an illegal alien attacked Paul Pelosi. Horribly. Not a single question by the media, why wasn't he deported? That it's a sanctuary city. Not a single question about why was he out on the street, given his criminal record. Not a single question about all the money we spent for drug rehab and the homeless, where he's still a drug addict and he's on the streets, like thousands of others in the city of San Francisco and Democrat cities across this country. America, it's time to say no. It's time to say enough. It's time to reject Biden and his ilk, all of them. It's time to send a message. They want to see democracy in action? Then they shall, like never before. You must act. You must vote. And get others to vote, too. Mark Levin. The Great One makes your weekend even better. This is the best of Mark Levin. Tuesday is E-Day. Election Day. This is when we storm the the precincts in massive numbers to vote. You can vote early. Please go ahead and do it. I did. The time has come. We're very lucky that we have this election now upon us. Because we cannot tolerate more of this. And it's amazing they send Obama out there and Hillary Clinton. They dust her off. Pull the bag over her head, off of her head. And Biden is campaigning in the bluest of blue places where he won by like 30% of the vote. Just to show us he's still popular. These three, three people have done more to damage this country than anybody I can think of. Now, what do I mean by that? Barack Obama left a legacy of horrific division in this country. He was a trained, indoctrinated Marxist. He was backed by former 
Marxists who were domestic terrorists with the Weather Underground, among others. Remember what Michelle said? She finally was kind of like in America after he got elected. They hate America, and they become extraordinarily wealthy in their post-presidency. Of course, the Republicans will now be able to look at their tax returns if they have the guts, since everybody wants to look at Donald Trump's tax returns, just to make sure, of course, that the IRS is properly processing the tax returns of wealthy ex-presidents. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Hillary Clinton, one of the main reasons they hate Trump so much is she was supposed to pick up where Obama left off. Remember what a radical she was. Remember how she was involved in the impeachment trial of Richard Nixon. She's always been a bomb thrower, Hillary. A radical whack job. Hillary has done more to tear this country apart than anybody but Obama. And what a Biden, you say. Biden's too stupid to lead any type of event like that, but he's a chameleon. When he got to the Senate, he partnered with racist segregationists like Eastland and Stennis and Byrd and Fulbright, all Democrats. Then he swung and became the lapdog for Ted Kennedy, a nasty leftist. And Biden used his power to try and destroy conservatives who were nominated for various seats. Clarence Thomas, among others. And now he has swung all the way to the Marxist left, and he is surrounded by all these Obama comrades within his administration. And is destroying the country. This triumvirate has done more to damage America than any triumvirate I can think of. But they talk about democracy. They're concerned about democracy. You know, in Israel today, as an example, Benjamin Netanyahu has won the election. His party's won the election, but the way their screwy system works is he has to cobble together at least 61 seats from other parties, including his own Likud. Looks like they have 64, 65. Now, that said, it looks like Biden administration wants to interfere because they don't like some of the parties and some of the individuals who might be part of the Netanyahu administration. Well, they practice democracy in Israel. They had a vote. They had a vote. But Biden doesn't care. All this stuff about democracy, it's a funny thing when you have three individuals who've never shown support for democracy, that is, constitutionalism and republicanism. Never. Obama hates America's founding. He embraces every radical kook that's running for office. Hillary Clinton, an Alinskyite, a radical leftist. She hates the founders of this country and Joe Biden. Joe Biden will do whatever he needs to do for a legacy. These three people have done enormous damage to this country. They don't believe in this country. Joe Biden has been a bureaucrat his entire life. A bureaucrat. Just like Schumer, a bureaucrat his entire life. Just like Pelosi. Let me tell you something. Those three 
Pelosi, Schumer, Biden don't have a single minute of private sector experience. Not one minute. None of them have ever suffered. Not for a minute. And yet they claim to speak for the middle class. Obama hates the middle class, as do most Marxists. Remember what he said about guns and the Bible, about the Pennsylvania citizens? You see, when the microphone is not on, or the camera's not on, they, they express their real beliefs. Their real beliefs about the American people. They call us election deniers. They're Supreme Court deniers. They're Supreme Court decision deniers. They were deniers of three Republican elections, 2000, 2004, 2016. In fact, they work hard with their media surrogates to try and overturn the 2016 election with a coup effort, two impeachment efforts, and all the rest of it. But the Democrats are deniers. They deny that there's inflation. They deny that gas prices are through the roof. They deny that the border's wide open. They deny that fentanyl's pouring over the border, along with rapists and child molesters and murders. They deny about a sex trade going on in the border and drug cartels running our southern border. They deny that we need the police to police in order to protect our neighborhoods. They deny that crime's going through the roof. They're deniers, all right. They deny that free market capitalism creates prosperity, which is why they embrace economic socialism. They deny that we were energy independent while they destroy our energy sector and replace it with what? Propellers? Battery-operated socks? I don't know. And they don't know. They're deniers. What else do they deny? They deny individual liberty. They deny private property rights. They deny economic prosperity. They deny the rule of law. They deny stability and predictability. They deny American national security. They deny the nuclear family. They deny morality. They deny faith. Oh, they're the deniers. Trust me on this. They've called you deplorables, white supremacists, insurrectionists, threats to democracy, racists, semi-fascists. They've called you all these things. They view you, they view us, they view we the people as the enemy. They don't support democracy. They don't even know how to explain it. Joe Biden speaks to us like no other president would speak to the American people. He yells at us. He puts us down. He condemns us. We are the greatest people in the world. Why? Because we have the greatest governmental foundation in the world, the most liberty in the world. We don't need dictates from the federal government. We are the greatest people of the world. We've lost American after American and after American. Saving the world from Hitler. We lost 700,000 Americans in the Civil War to keep the country together and end slavery. No country on the face of the earth has ever done that. We defeated the Soviet Union. We've sent our men and women to every hellhole corner of the world. Protect the people we have nothing in common with. 
And yet, we could have conquered the whole world after World War II. We could have conquered the world any time in the last half century. But we didn't. Because we're Americans. Americans. Aren't you tired of being put down? Aren't you being tired? Aren't you tired of being put upon? Aren't you tired of the radical left-wing social experiments of which you are the main figures? Joe Biden, the way he talks to us. Abraham Lincoln never spoke to the American people this way, even in the worst parts of the Civil War. John Kennedy never spoke to the American people this way. Ronald Reagan never spoke to the American people this way. Donald Trump never spoke to the American people this way. Obama, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, they have never felt patriotism towards this country. Never. And the Democrat Party has always, always been an evil force in this country. Of course, there are some exceptions. But not a lot. They point to programs that they created. Taxes that they raised. Regulations that they instituted. As if that gives balance to their support for slavery and segregation and Jim Crow and their opposition to integrating our schools. As if that gives balance to the rise of anti-Semitism in the Democrat Party and the rise of racism yet again against Asians, against Indians against Hispanics, and of course against the white supremacist majority. The white supremacist majority. I want you to go to our military, our military sites where people are buried. And I want you to see all the privileged supremacists, the overwhelming majority of whom are white Christians. Buried at Arlington National Cemetery and all the other cemeteries. Privileged, they say. Privileged. What has Obama and his family contributed to the nation? Absolutely nothing. Hillary Clinton, absolutely nothing. Nothing. Chuck Schumer, absolutely nothing. The Pelosi's, absolutely nothing. Most of the clowns on TV and the media, absolutely nothing. You know what they are? They're American deniers. They're patriotism deniers. And you're going to have a say in all of this. If you don't vote early on Tuesday, you're going to have a say in all of this. Mark Levin. We're giving you nothing but the best, the best of Mark Levin. Now let's see, folks, who the Democrats have nominated, who they want to send to the United States Senate. In Wisconsin, Mandela Barnes, there's no more radical Marxist in the Democrat Party in Wisconsin than Mandela Barnes, who was chummy with Reverend Wright, 
with Barack Milhouse Benito Obama, who made the case to release 50% of the criminals in the Wisconsin jail and prison system. And who said it was terrible that the United States was founded. And this man wants to be a United States senator. How is it possible that it is a close race in Wisconsin? When you have a America-hating, red miscreant who wants to serve in the Senate for the purpose of voting to destroy America. It's no better in Georgia. Raphael Warnock. Raphael Warnock has made statements in the past. He hates the country. He makes racist comments. He hates the economic system, although it enriches him, where he makes all kinds of money as a slum landlord and a preacher on the side. So why would Georgians want to send back to the Senate a man who literally hates America? In Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. I'm from Pennsylvania. I know Democrats in Pennsylvania. Democrats in Pennsylvania aren't wild-eyed whack jobs. Some are, but most aren't. John Fetterman is to the left of Bernie Sanders. John Fetterman only wanted to let out one-third of the criminals in the Pennsylvania jails and prisons. He didn't miss a single parole board meeting and often voted by himself to release dangerous murderers on the streets of Pennsylvania, specifically in Philadelphia. John Fetterman does not believe in fracking, which has made us energy independent, despite his lies today. He's on the record. We have video. We have, we have transcripts. So he's lying, just like Biden did in order to get votes out of Pennsylvania. It's his party that has the DA in Philadelphia put there by George Soros and the Democrat Party who is letting criminals out on the street and these criminals are killing mostly black people. Let's be honest. John Fetterman does not believe that your children should be educated in science and technology and mathematics and language and real history. He believes that they should be learning critical race theory, how to hate each other's guts. He believes your little kids in elementary school should be sexualized. And he doesn't believe parents should have a role in the education of their children. What kind of party nominates somebody like this, putting aside that he's mentally and physically incapable of doing anything? We got one of those in the Oval Office. North Carolina, Sherry Beasley, another hard left radical who does not support the foundations of this country, the founding principles of this country. She does not support securing the border and law enforcement in North Carolina. So that's four. Then there's New Hampshire. 
Hassan is very familiar to the people of New Hampshire. She has voted for every single thing Biden and Schumer have asked her to support. You come out of New England, you come out of New England, and you're voting to raise heating oil, diesel prices, gasoline prices on your own people? In New Hampshire? And now there's going to be shortages of heating oil? You're literally going to have people in New Hampshire paying enormous sums of money and having a supply issue in the middle of the winter thanks to people like Hassan and Biden and the Democrats. Look at Nevada. If Catherine Cortez Masto her big issue is abortion on demand, partial birth abortion, infanticide. I asked the people in Nevada, is this your big issue? Do you agree with such a radical view? That's not what Roe versus Wade says, we're going to codify Roe. No, they're not. They're going to codify the policies that exist in North Korea. That's a baby. We can agree. And the American people do not support what people like Catherine Cortez Masto support. Meanwhile, she voted to have 87,000 new IRS agents to join the other 90,000. They're not going to be sitting at their desks in Washington with their feet kicked up, eating kumquats. They're going to spread out throughout the country, auditing you. Well, I don't pay taxes. Exactly. Auditing you. And you look at a state like Nevada. A lot of people get tips. A lot of waitresses, a lot of servers, a lot of waiters, a lot of casinos, a lot of restaurants. I could see a lot of people going to jail if the Democrats are able to do this. Look at Arizona. Mark Kelly, guys like this, probably I find the most pernicious. This guy's a former astronaut, so you just assume he's going to be a great patriot. And yet he voted for every single bill that resulted in destroying our economy, in destroying energy independence, in destroying our border. He's a border state senator. He's voted for every single bill destroying American sovereignty, he hasn't led on any issues that are important to the state of Arizona. He does nothing. Then he goes to Arizona during an election and he pretends he's a moderate. He's not a moderate. He's a fraud. Which is why they're having to pour in tens of millions of dollars in dark money to try and salvage his race. And yet Mitch McConnell refused to spend one penny to help Blake Masters get elected in the state of Arizona. And his schlub right-hand man, Stephen Law, at the Senate Leadership Fund, has spent nothing to help Masters. And there he is. He's almost, he's almost leading. Then we go to Alaska. Should be simple. Alaska, people of rugged individualism. 
conservative people. But Lisa Murkowski believes she owns that state. And Mitch McConnell believes he owns the Republican Party. Even though he's nothing but a senator from Kentucky. Lisa Murkowski and Mitch McConnell have gotten together to try and destroy the true conservative, Kelly Shabaka. And they've even agreed that Murkowski should support the Democrat running for the House against Sarah Palin. So Murkowski endorsed the Democrat running for the House, and the Democrat running for the House endorsed Murkowski. The Republican Party in Alaska is being undermined by Mitch McConnell. He spent $9 million in Alaska to trash the Republican Party candidate, Kelly Shabaka, the conservative. When that money could have been used to help Blake Masters in Arizona or General Bulldog in New Hampshire. And he won't spend any money there either. Think about that. You should view Murkowski as the Democrat and as a very liberal Democrat who's the number one, number one so-called Republican backed by the National Education Association. They've thrown hundreds of thousands of dollars into her campaign, Murkowski. Parents of Alaska, rise up! Conservatives and Republicans in Alaska, Murkowski is the Democrat. State of Utah. The idiot Mitt Romney just tweeted out praise for Mitch McConnell. He tweeted it out minutes ago that Mitch McConnell's responsible for any Republican successes we have because he's raised hundreds, raised hundreds of millions of dollars. This is Romney and McConnell and the gutless wing of the Republican Party trying to spin the news. In advance, spin it for the Wall Street Journal editorial page. Spin it for the National Review. Spin it for Politico. Spin it for the Washington Post. Because what Romney hates is that conservatives, or even Trump, gets credit for these fantastic candidates getting nominated and elected. Because let's face it, the vast majority of these candidates, Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney didn't want And Mitt Mitt Romney's commenting on this. Mitt Romney could not even endorse Mike Lee. What a sleazeball. What a schmuck. Mitt Romney. The biggest carpetbagger to ever serve. Born in Michigan. Governor of Massachusetts. Senator from Utah. Tricked millions and millions of us into wanting to be President of the United States. Biggest mistake I ever made is voting for him in the primary. Should have voted for Huckabee. No question about it. No question about it. So Romney. So there's this guy, Evan McMullen, who's running. Evan McMullen is a liberal Democrat. He's running as an independent to fool the people of Utah. He's backed 100% by the Democrat Party. They even pulled their own Democrat candidate. Tens of millions of dollars pouring into Utah from Democrat billionaires and dark money to try and defeat one of the most decent, principled, conservative senators, Mike Lee. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. 
Then we have the governor's races. We look at Hochul in New York. She doesn't give a damn about the victims of crime, the future victims of crime. She doesn't give a damn about the cops. She doesn't give a damn about any of it. It's not because I say so. Look at her. Listen to her. Watch her. She's done nothing. Nothing. And she can do a lot. And same with her whole damn party in New York. If you're a Democrat in New York, you've been stabbed in the back by your own party. And look at Michigan, Whitmer. First of all, Whitmer's as dumb as a doorknob. But she took every advantage of the virus to lock down the state of Michigan. To lock down every small business. To arrest anybody who stepped out of line from her viewpoint. To ruin your schools. To ruin your kids. Now she wants to be reelected. And I could go on. This is who. These are who the Democrat Party wants you to vote for. We have great candidates on the Republican side. Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. Herschel Walker in Georgia. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. Ted Budd in North Carolina. General Boldock in New Hampshire. Look at the diversity of backgrounds. Adam Laxalt in Nevada. We have Mike Lee in Utah. Masters in Arizona. Shabaka in Alaska. Dixon in Michigan. Lee Zeldin in New York would be absolutely unbelievable. We have the best candidates, despite the fact that Mitch McConnell trashed our candidates. Despite the fact Romney won't even endorse the senior senator from Utah. We know what's going on in this country, America. Turnout en masse. Patriots of all parties, of all backgrounds, of all colors. Let's save our country. Let's take it back from the Marxists, from the reprobates, from the miscreants and the malcontents. Let's take it back from a Democrat party that institutionally hates America. And if they have power for one more minute, we'll take this station down even further into the abyss from which we may not ever recover. 888-900-3393. 